everyone. Welcome back to But Why the Podcast. And today we have a special interview with Sarah Natacheni, the narrator of Serial Boxes, Marvel's Black Widow, Bad Blood. I can't wait for you to listen, and I hope you enjoy. Hey, everybody. I'm Sarah Natacheni, the narrator for Marvel's Black Widow, Bad Blood, coming to Serial Box. Awesome. Um, so my very first question, because I have one, I'm a little starstruck getting to talk to you today, if I'm honest. Oh, um, <laughs> um, so my first question is actually, what is the difference between doing narration and doing voiceover work for specific characters? So most of the animation I've done has been heightened. It's, it's not been like very subtle kind of performances. Um, so this is actually breath of fresh air because I get to just be a narrator and speak really, really naturally. And then the characters I play can't be too distracting. There are a lot of characters in, in the series. Um, and it's such a fine line because like in, in, in the first episode, you have three women all in the same scene, and they all have descriptions in the narration, so I have to stay true to the description. Mm -hmm. And I had the challenge of making them distinct without departing too much from my natural voice and crossing into animation territory. It's such a fine line, and I hope I didn't cross it, (laughs) um, because I want listeners to be in a zone, as I am when I'm recording. I'm, like, in a state of flow when I'm doing it, and I kind of transfer seamlessly between characters and narration, and I keep going and going. Um, and I and I want the audience to stay with me and not be distracted by a character that's like slightly too cartoony and yeah. kind of takes them out of it, you know. So that's really the main difference. And do you have a favorite character that that you got to? Because um, I know you said you know trying to keep that that voice normal enough, but different enough that people can tell they're different people. Did right. do you have a favorite? Um, my favorite character is is a it has a very short appearance, and I can't I can't tell you who it is. <laughs> it's a new character, uh, and that's fun. Um, but Bucky Barnes has been a joy to play because he has uh, he has two uh, he has two he has two sides to him. He's a he's the Winter Soldier, and he's Bucky Barnes. So that's yeah. been awesome. And Natasha Romanoff has been awesome to play. Um, the narrator is kind of my favorite. Is thing to do because a it's most challenging. You really have to be in a state of flow to kind of be be great at it. Yeah. I think, um, and and the narrator is is kind of a, an extension of Natasha. So I don't. There isn't. You're not going to hear too much of a difference between my tone as the narrator and my tone as Natasha. That's that's really cool, and I, I can't wait to hear all fourteen episodes. Um, I got I got a little preview, but it was it was written, so I can't wait to jump in and, and hear hear your voice doing it. Um, and and I guess what drew you to the project? Um, I mean, you know, the natural thing. It's fascinating and fabulous, and it's Marvel, and I get to work <laughs> with someone that I know and love so much, Amanda Rose Smith. Um, she actually the. the the casting of this situation was very unusual. Um, I'd worked with Amanda before on uh, on a serial box uh, show that uh, it was called Dead Air, um, and that was like two, three years ago. And I played a few characters. I wasn't the narrator, and I haven't worked with her since. And we randomly got to hang out. I invited her to come with a bunch of friends of mine to go see 1917, and we watched this really heavy, wonderful movie, and then I'm like, yeah, we should lighten lighten the mood here a little bit. Let's all come to my place and hang out. 
So she came over, and I was with a few other actors and an animator, and, you know, we'd had a few, and uh, I was like, I got a great idea for a show. Let's all draw some butts. <laughs> and so I had everybody draw butts, like, in a little friendly competition kind of way. And um, we started writing dialogue for them and kind of quacking, and, and she's like, you know, I think I have something for you. <laughs> I'm like, what are you talking about? She's like, I'm doing this project for Marvel. I'm like, all right, sure, yeah, cool. <laughs> so I go in and I audition for her like a professional. And um, she's like, yeah, you're good at this. And I'm like, I really enjoy this. What is this? <laughs> Why have I never, I've never pursued audiobooks or anything even resembling audiobooks in my entire life. Um, I like dialogue. I like quick, quippy kind of things, you know. And um, she submitted my audition to Marvel, and then I got it. And uh, here, you know, here I am. <laughs> <laughs> That's an amazing story. <laughs> you did. You did. That's an amazing oh, story. And and honestly, um, you know, bringing bringing to life a, a new story with a, a character that people know, whether from the comics or from the movies, um, was that, uh, how do I say this? How much do people who pick up the story need to know outside of it? Like, do, should audiences have read the comics or should they have, you know, watched a couple of movies or can they come into it just blind and come into your work as, you know, in, in, in this story? They can come into it totally blind. That's you awesome. You don't have to know anything. Not to my knowledge. That's really great um, to hear. I, it's totally self-contained. It's separate. It's it's it's, it's, it's separate from any of the storylines in the Marvel universe. Um, so it's yeah, it's totally self-contained. I always, whenever I see new medium come out, I, I always wonder, oh, is this going to be geared towards the people who already know or the people who are, you know, who can become new fans? And for you, I mean, uh -huh. you said that you, you know, you, you auditioned for this and it was for Marvel. And do you have a connection to Black Widow yourself and Bucky? Like, do you like those characters even before you came on? Or are these characters that you've found like a new appreciation for? Um, it's a little bit of both, actually. I haven't seen or read everything that Marvel has ever put out, um, <laughs> but I'm, you know, I'm familiar with, with everything they do, and I think it's brilliant. Um, and every time I do see a new movie, I'm like, this is amazing. I don't know why I'm not watching all of this all of the time. Um, but I also rediscovered characters, because it had been a few months since I'd seen anything Marvel-related. So uh, I was able to approach this material to with totally fresh eyes and, and a fresh mind. Uh, so, you know, to me, I definitely didn't want to borrow from anybody else's performances mm -hmm. when I'm playing these characters. So I didn't, I didn't rewatch anything or reread anything. And I didn't need to because the writing here is so descriptive and it's so, it, it, I, I just go right, I get right into it. I read it for pleasure, you know. That's actually, the, that's part of my process is I read it first for pleasure as if I'm not even doing this uh, professionally. Like, there's no reason other than just I love reading it and I love it. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, now I have to go back and, like, mark everything up and make my notes and ask my questions and all that. Um, so, yeah, it's it's really great stuff. And the writing just lends itself to my performance. I don't I don't need to know anything else. 
And I think too, one of the things, uh, so I listened to the preview that was available um, of your narration and I was wondering what goes into narrating, because I mean, narrating is more than just dialogue. You're having to set the scene and the mood and everything. Um, what goes into all the preparation for each of those pieces? Like how, how do you, what's your process of really bringing a scene to life? So finding the transitions is what I've found is the most important thing. So find the transitions between where she's describing the scene that's around her, the Chicago skyline, the boat, the, you know, everything that's around her, and um, mark that point where the action starts, where someone kicks her, where someone slams her against uh, an array of, of hard drives, um, because that's where my tone changes significantly. Mm-hmm. Um, but you don't want to change it too significantly because <laughs> you don't want to be over dramatic. but you, there's definitely a line, a threshold there. Um, and that's really, that's the most fun part of it for me, um, is finding those, those subtle moments of change and, and taking the listener on that journey. For, so... When we look at this journey, I mean, and I've, I've read the synopsis. I've actually been following this since it got announced because it was, I, I really like Natasha <laughs> as a character. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, me too. <laughs> and so what for you doing this, and, and you've said you've watched some of the movies and, and stuff like that, what makes this Black Widow story and these scenes that you're bringing to life and then, you know, this this, this new world on Cereal Box um, different than what people have maybe seen or heard or wa- or read in the past? I think what you'll find, because we don't have, we don't have imagery, right? We don't, yeah. we don't have a TV in front of us. We don't have special effects or any of that. Um, I think it's, it's going to be a lot more like reading a book and you're going to be able to see everything in your mind. And that inherently makes a story gets you far more invested in a story because your brain is doing all that extra work. Yeah. And a lot of people don't like that, and that's why we watch movies, right? <laughs> but, um, but that's what I think makes this kind of what Serial Box is doing so special because they do do sound design, they do have music, and they are able to take you on this journey and, and have your brain do a little bit less work, but still just enough that you're so invested in what's going on. That's amazing. I mean, and listening to you talk about, it, I can, I, I'm putting two and two together from your performance that I listened to in the preview, uh-huh. and um, understanding just the depth at which these are produced. Because in in the in the free clip that's out, um, Natasha's walking into a club, and you can hear the music starting to come in. Um, when they add in all those sound design elements, is that do you know what they are before they add them in? Like, have you heard them? Do you listen to them while you're, you know, while you're recording or are these added after and, and you, you have to imagine all of it yourself? How does that work? I have to imagine. I have to imagine all of it myself. Oh, wow. And I do. I feel like with an audiobook, you, you should be. I'm not, I'm not a pro audiobook narrator. This is, this is new territory for me and this is, I think, very different from your, your typical audiobook performance. Yeah. Um, but I just naturally, I, I always have some music in my head. I always have 
some sound design. If I know the characters walking into a club, I sense the club, I feel the club, I am the club, and I, I raise my voice as someone would in a club because you're not whispering in a club unless you're really, really close to somebody, right? <laughs> so, um, yeah, I have to imagine that at myself. But it's, it's easy to imagine it because of the writing. Yeah. It, it just takes you there. It would be harder to to get that imagery out of your mind while you're reading. You'd have to be like kind of brain dead and just <laughs> reading word by word like a robot, and I can't, I can't do that. <laughs> Um, and, and on the writing, one of the things that really struck me when it was first announced was that it's an all-female writing team bringing together, I mean, yeah. bringing forward the story of one of, like, Marvel's most prominent female heroes. Um, what yeah. what was that, what was the process of working with them like? What, 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 I don't know how to ask this question. It's just really cool. <laughs> it's just really cool. There's no, no, no real difference. It's just great that it's an all-female uh, writing staff and uh, that our director is female, a composer is female, it's the same person, Amanda Rose Smith, she's directing and she composed yeah. the theme and she's doing all the sound design. She's a, a one-woman band and it's fabulous. Um, it's great, it, uh, you know. More, <laughs> more please. <laughs> more women doing this, please. There should be more women in superhero stuff. Anyway, so this is awesome. Awesome. And, and sorry if that question felt weird. It was just one of those things that just stood out to me. Yeah. I was like, oh, this is this is interesting. This is great. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> um, so kind of like some of my one of my last questions is really so now that the first uh, two episodes are out and available um, or will be when this goes out, um, what are some of the things that people can expect from the rest of the season? Oh, a lot of action. Uh, a lot of intrigue, um, <laughs> and oh god, what else can I tease? I honestly, I haven't finished reading it myself, <laughs> so I, I I can't really give you. I even if I wanted to really do something, I couldn't. Uh, it's it, I mean, it's just fantastic. I guess yeah. I let's phrase have. yeah. Let's yeah. Fra- let's phrase it a little way. Um, after people, when, while people listen, after people have finished the season, or even after they finish episode three or four, what what do you want people to take away from it? What do you want your your listeners to to kind of walk away from the story feeling? Everything that Natasha Romanoff feels, everything that Bucky Barnes feels, everything that every character feels, and I want this story to stick with them for a long, long time, like a movie would, like a great book would. So that's my goal in reading this. That's awesome. Um, that's kind of, I mean, that, that's all I really have. Um, what what other projects are you working on as well? Uh, so Pokemon Journey, the new season of Pokemon, is going to be on Netflix on June 12th. Um, I play 10 characters in uh, The Last Degree of Kevin Bacon, which is 10 episodes. It's on Spotify currently. Oh, wow. You can binge it all. It's very funny. Yeah, it's starring Kevin Bacon, Kira Sedgwick, um, Matt Walsh from Beep. Great. Josh Rubin directed it. He's a genius and a friend. So, um, what else? That's that's it at the moment. It's you know times are tough. So yeah. I'm lucky. To, I'm very 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 lucky to be working on this right now. Awesome. Well, I will make sure to link and plug everything and make sure that I send everybody to go check out um, Black Widow as soon as those episodes are up and as soon as the new ones come up because it's releasing uh one once a week after the first two or is it once a month yeah once a week yeah Yeah. awesome once a week 